Don't allow anybody to make you feel that you are nobody. Always feel that you count. Always feel that you have worth. And always feel that your life has ultimate Hey y'all, it's your girl Kristen Joy, and we are back for the Party of One podcast. How have y'all been? Have y'all been eating right, drinking your water, working out, staying on budget? How y'all been? I have been pretty good, actually. So, I told you guys the last week that, uh, as far as eating right, that I was going to do better, cutting out my carbs, and yada, yada, yada. And I have definitely cut back on my carbs. I started on Monday, and then I told you guys we had a youth camp, and youth camp was amazing. We had a lot of youth. This was our largest camp this year that we've had, and the camp was on detox, and just like detoxing everything that you have inside of you that should not be there and then replenishing yourself with everything that you need to keep moving and to keep growing and it was just a very um eye-opening and just refreshing weekend and even as a mentor you still are able to receive as well and that's one of my favorite parts, not only am I receiving from the speakers and the ministers and the worship team, but I'm also receiving from my youth and my mentees and just them really just being vulnerable and us all just up there on the mountain, really going in, going hard for God. And it's such an amazing experience. And if anyone has had the chance to do it, you understand what I'm saying. And if you don't, I would encourage you to find a conference and go to it. Because just being at a retreat, being at a conference alone, you're already in a different headspace. And you are just so able to like really enter in and really find out the things and things you didn't know, things you didn't want to know get answers to prayers that you've been praying in. It's just a really great experience. So I am all for a retreat, a conference, uh, whatever. So yes, back to what I was saying, eating right. I've been definitely eating a lot, a lot better. I do feel a difference when I eat correctly. So that has been great. I don't really like vegetables. I don't really like that much fruit. So me eating clean is definitely a bland diet, but it's what I got to do. So I'll do it. Working out is getting a lot better. Obviously, the more you do something like the better you get. I did not go into the gym this week thinking that I was Usain, or last week rather, thinking that I was Usain Bolt at all. I did not think that I was trying out for the Olympics. I thought that I was who I am. I just got up off of the couch for two months, and I am now back in this gym, so I needed to humble myself and start from a very small beginning. Started from the bottom, and we are right there. So taking it one day at a time. Drinking my water, I have been doing indeed. I actually have some water right here. I, one of my friends for my birthday got me this gallon of water and it has different, I'm gonna have to post it on 
my Instagram. It has like different um, levels and it tells you like you should be here at this time. So like seven, nine, eleven. And so I've been drinking that, which that definitely helps because I'm a competitive person and I don't want to lose, even though I'll be losing to myself. But I have definitely been drinking that. So that has been great. And uh, my budget is, you know, it's not necessarily that it's still non-existent. I've started somewhere. So we're doing that. And we're going to just take it slowly but surely and yeah, make it work. So let's talk about what's on the menu. So what's on the menu is the segment in our podcast where we just discuss the topic for today. So today's topic is, are you the prize? So everyone has a list, male and female, of our dream spouse. We'll say that. And so you have a list, whether you wrote it down or you have the expectations in your head, You have some form of list or idea, criteria, whatever you want to say to make yourself feel better. And a lot of times, like, people, mainly men, sorry, man, I'm going to get on y'all for a little bit. So mainly men are like, these females out here making these unrealistic lists and yada, yada, yada. And I will say, I will agree that I have heard some lists and I'm like, literally no one can live up to that list. So I'm not saying that you need to lower your standards. I'm just saying you just need to reassess, you know, make sure that they're realistic. Like that don't even make sense, sis. (laughs) But for some guys, I feel the same way. Like you guys have, guys are more visual. And so like sometimes your guys' expectations are unrealistic like from a physical standpoint just the you know the stereotypical mindset on both sides so basically we're having this conversation just because that is something that has actually been very prevalent for me personally so I was given a challenge to write a list of what of things that I wanted in my significant other and I was like, dang, like I told you guys, I'm a competitive person. So since you named it a challenge, I was like, dang, now I got to do it. But I don't know. I guess I never really thought about the list because I always thought of a list as a negative connotation. So we are making this list for fantasy reasons. But now I kind of look at it a lot differently. Now that, now that I've started to create my list, I look at it as like just criteria that I have, like some non-negotiable, some negotiable, like there's definitely wiggle room in it. And I personally feel like it's realistic that people could reach. And so as I was creating my list, I was very specific and very strategic in how I created the list. The way that I made my list was I said, okay, what are my weaknesses? What are my weaknesses so that my significant other can add to me and enhance who I already am? And not saying that when the time comes that I won't be whole and I'll be looking for myself and a person. But what I am saying is that the person that you're with should be making you better. They shouldn't be making you worse or you guys shouldn't be stagnant. You guys should be adding to each other. So I, when I was creating my list, was making sure that 
you know, that I feel that these are additions that I would need. Um, but also in that, I also looked at some of my strengths that could also be weaknesses and just how like I would need someone to be able to come in and, you know, be able to still have those strengths and still strengthen those strengths, essentially. And so as I was creating the list, I thought to myself and I said, this list cannot just be a list for my significant other to check off, but I need to be able to check off my own list. So if somebody brought me the list that I created, would I even check off the boxes? And a lot of times I feel that we get unrealistic with our list or with our expectations or our criteria because we're trying to make this perfect person that we're not even are we even like worthy of the person that we've created on paper are we worthy of being the prize if this prize is the list of criteria to be this prize are you that prize and a lot of times we look at ourselves as oh I'm the prize and you need to work for it which I'm not saying that I don't necessarily disagree but at the same time are you really that prize like are you really putting in the time and the effort and making the changes in your life that you need to enhance someone else's lives and that's for single people and married people as a married individual are you constantly growing and evolving for your spouse and for yourself when you become married, you now become one, but that doesn't mean that you stop growing and you stop changing or that you even become lazy and feel as though I got the prize and now we're just going to chill. Your life is supposed to continue to move, continue to grow. So just make sure you are the prize and that you are worth someone's list and that your list you can even check off and that it's realistic. And I just feel like that right now is the climate of our world. Everyone feels that they are the exception to the rule and everyone can't be the exception. If everyone's the exception, then there is no rule. So be the prize or don't be. I mean, it's your choice, but you know, be the prize that you want. So let's get into table talk. Table Talk is the time in our podcast where I will take questions that I received from my DMs, just different conversations that we would like to discuss as a family, and you guys know how it is. I'm the only one at the table today, so I will be the one discussing, but if you have any comments that you want to add or any of your own questions or conversations that you would like to bring to the table feel free to DM me and I will definitely be reading and responding to all of them. So our first conversation says, how do I gain self-confidence and self-worth? So first, there's a difference. And that's one thing that I had to learn. There's a difference between self-confidence and there's a difference between self-worth. So like self-confidence and like self-esteem is you being confident in yourself and who you are as a person and you thinking and believing that you're beautiful and holding your head upright and believing that you are strong and 
that you are a manly man or whoever you want to be that you are that person. So that's what self-confidence is, just being confident in yourself and who you are. And self-worth is believing that you're worthy of something so that you're worthy of being a husband or that you're worthy of this job opportunity or that you're worthy of being a mother or being a father so that your worth is there so I believe that myself is worthy of being loved so that's what self-worth is so as far as self-confidence and self-esteem I would say that in order to grow self-confidence and to grow self-esteem, you have to plant and water it. So small things like affirmations, just reminding yourself of who you are or who you want to become. Um, So saying things like, I am strong, I am confident, I am an overcomer. Whenever you have the obstacles in front of you that um, may be your insecurity, making sure that you're speaking against your insecurity because life and death is in the tongue. So we can change the way that we think just by how we speak. So that's why affirmations are so powerful. Just affirming yourself and um, acknowledging the insecurity, but not allowing the insecurity to take over. And then after you become confident, now you have to work on believing it and believing that you deserve it. And that's where self-worth comes in. So I would say with the both, definitely using affirmations, making sure that people around you affirm who you are and speak to who you're going to be. That is very critical, especially for those who have low self-esteem or lack self-worth. Having people around you that are toxic and speak negatively of you or or heighten your insecurities, you have to remove them. You have to remove that toxicity from your life because you can't be toxic to yourself and have someone else toxic to you as well. It's just too much. So making sure that those around you are building you up and affirming who you are and who you want to be and just really believing and operating in how you want to be and not how you feel in the moment in the past. So if I felt like crap, I just would be like, I'm going to sit on my couch and watch TV or if I have to go out and just wear sweats or whatever. But now when I have like those moments where I'm like, man, I just really feel blah for whatever reason. It may be just really like getting dressed. Like, okay, I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to do my makeup. I'm going to look cute. And I'm going to make myself enjoy myself, if that makes sense. So just willing yourself to be who you want to be, ultimately. I really hope that that helps. Self-confidence, self-esteem, and self-worth are are extremely vital. Mental health in general is extremely important and it's something that is often overlooked. So I would just say really take time and allow yourself grace because there are going to be times where you fail or where you allow your insecurity to take over. But just reminding yourself that 80, 90% of the time, like I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. And having that 10, 20% where you aren't good, where you're just human and you fail, you mess up, but you get back on and you keep writing. So 
I really hope that helps because that's something that I feel is extremely important. And if you have any additional questions or if you just need some advice or if you need some affirmations, just shoot me a DM again and I'll follow up with you as well. So our next conversation is when is it safe to let your guard down in a relationship? Hmm. So I feel that that is a personal discovery. So I believe that it's not okay to go in on either ends of the spectrum. So like with no guard at all, just willy nilly, life's great. I trust everyone. Or on the other extreme where you have every wall up and nobody can get around the wall or even try to break it down. So finding that happy medium and just assessing the person. So taking them at face value, not not looking at a person for their potential, but for who they're giving you at that moment. So based off of what they're giving you, take that and then use your gut Whatever your first initial feeling is, is most likely the right authentic decision. If your first decision is, okay, I believe that I can trust this person, take a little step out, put your toe in the water, like do something that you know will test your trust and test your vulnerability, but it won't break you. So I'm not saying to tell this person your deepest, dark secret, but give them a little bit. Give them a little piece and how they take that and what they do with that little piece can show you if they're able to take more. So I would just say baby step it and just make sure that as you're letting your guard down that you're not exposing something that that person isn't ready to receive. And sometimes it's not necessarily that the it's the person as much as it was the timing. You can have a person who... Once they know a little bit more about you, will be able to receive some of the hard-hitting things in your life versus you telling them on the first date and they're like, wow, when I look at you, I see baggage. Whereas when I look at you, I see, okay, we can get through this. So just making sure that your timing is right. And like I said, that you're, you know, spoon feeding and baby stepping into the situation and not just diving in head first. So I hope that answered your question. Any additional comments or questions, conversations that you want to add, definitely DM me and I will bring them back to the next table talk. So now it's time for our sweet treat before we get out of here. So sweet treat is just a little nugget, a little treat that I love to bring back to you guys that I received and that I hope will bless you and affect your life like it affected mine. So this week's sweet treat is simple. If you are sitting on someone's eggs, who's sitting on yours? So when I heard that, I said, you know, you're right. Throw it all away. I'm going to just start over. And it was extremely powerful for me because I am naturally a nurturer, a helper. So it's easier for me to, you know, help you bring your goal and your purpose, your vision to life. But there's times where in doing that, I am now allowing my vision, purpose to die or to 
you know, mildew, essentially. So when he said, if you're sitting on someone else's eggs, who's sitting on yours? It just reminded me that at the end of the day, you were placed on this earth to fulfill your purpose and his vision for your life. And you have to make sure that you are taking care of yours before you're taking care of others. So I'm not saying to necessarily be selfish, but be strategic and intentional that you are making sure that your eggs are taken care of while you're assisting someone taking care of their own. And also making sure that in assisting someone taking care of their own eggs, that you have not taken on their eggs as your own. Because we're supposed to be helping one another, not adopting others' visions, purposes, and plans for their own lives. The question for today is, who's sitting on your eggs? Simple enough. If it's you, make sure that you are sitting on your eggs for them to grow and that you're not overcooking your eggs. And if you are not sitting on your eggs, then make sure that someone is protecting your eggs when you're not there to protect them. So thanks so much for listening, guys. It is the end of this episode. Just the feedback that I have gotten is just surreal. So make sure that you guys are subscribing on all platforms that you're following me on social media at I am Kristen Joy underscore to get all the latest notifications and any information that you need about the podcast. And don't forget, guys, be bold, be exclusive and be enough. If I listen to you and everything you put in my ear, I'll be living like, shut up, cut up, I'll be paralyzed by fear. Huh, ain't that the truth? If I quit, the only way I lose, I got two choices when I do this. Make moves or make excuses. Huh? If you know who I'm talking about, then you got me. My biggest enemy is me. And even I can't stop.